You're not very good, are you? Oh, you're an Instagram model. <sighs> Kill me now. The Codger Photographer with your host, photographer Michael J. Bambuk. Or is it Bambutch? I don't know. From the COVID capital of the world, it's Mike B. And yes, he's rectifying his podcast. And Justin Paul Hamus is texting me while I record this, so everything is vibrating. That's nice. But hey, guys, yes, it's Mike, and this is the Codger Photographer podcast. I don't even want to call it that. It's just me talking. Uh, and I did like three podcasts uh, about a year ago. So this is the fourth podcast. Uh, I figured I'd start just updating people with things this way instead of ranting on Facebook. Uh, and also people say I have a very luscious voice. So I figured it'd be nice. Stop texting me, Justin. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> should really be doing this in a booth, but I'm doing this on my ironing board table sitting in my living room. Fun. But yeah, so the world's gone to hell. Uh, there is a crazy pandemic uh, just engrossing and engulfing the nation and the world. But more specifically, here in the Northeast, New York and New Jersey are getting hit pretty hard. It kind of sucks. I've had a lot of thoughts about this, uh, and I still do. But maybe you listening to me ramble would, uh, would, would help you all out just, you know, in this time of... Deceit and doom, the voice of reason comes through. Uh, that, that would be me. Uh, but I'm not the voice of reason. But I do like to ramble, and sometimes I do like to hear myself talk. So, welcome. How's everyone doing? I have heartburn. I think I have heartburn because I ate, stop texting me, Justin, uh, plant stacks, snacks, beet with vegan goat cheese. What the hell is vegan goat cheese? Let's see what it is. Let's look at the bag. Um, uh, oh, there we go. Tapioca malodextrin, sea salt, nutritional yeast, natural and organic flavors, lactic acid, garlic powder, onion powder. It's basically diarrhea. Enjoy. Anyway, how is everyone? How is everyone doing? Is everyone still cooped up? Is everyone still freaking out that they're quarantined? Guess what, guys? You're not really quarantined. Do you know what quarantined is? It's like you're basically locked in a room and people slide a tray under the door for you to eat and maybe a bedpan so you can poop. Here in the Northeast and mostly everywhere else in the country, <clears throat> sorry, I'm not going to edit that out, by the way, um, there's a stay-at-home order, meaning you have to stay at home. You can't really go anywhere unless you... Need groceries, need to go for a walk, uh, need medicine. But other than that, you're told to stay at home. It's a, it's a nice, sweet suggestion. Like I say, it's the Bob Ross of quarantines. Happy little stay-at-homes. It's doing something. Uh, not everyone is following it, and not everyone knows how to understand guidelines. And I'd like to break that down here first. Folks, when the CDC and whomever is in charge of this awful country at the moment says that you need to stay six feet away from people, they really don't mean you need to have a, a ruler that says six feet and, you know, you're fine. 
uh, you know, five feet, 11 inches, and you're dead. Six feet is a guideline. And we're learning a lot about this virus. And I know a lot about viruses because I was a virologist. I'm lying. I never was. But I worked in a hospital, an inpatient hospital, for about 12 years. So I knew I learned a little bit about infectious diseases and such. Guess what? It's a guideline. You're still going to catch something if you're six feet away from someone and they're hacking up a lung at you. It's going to happen. Guess what? Don't read things at face value. It's literally a guideline. Guess what you need to do? You need to stay the hell away from people. Do you understand what that means? Stay away from people. That means if you go to the park and there's people on a blanket and they want to offer you a nacho or something cool like that, you run the fuck away. That's the best way to say it. You just do that. You stay away from people. You put yourself in situations that don't have other people around. Best way to do it. Which means staying at home. Which, I get this a lot too. This is a privilege. If you can stay home and work from home, or you just have enough money that you can hunker down yourself, you should not be complaining. My goodness, the amount of people I see complaining about staying at home is driving me batty. Listen, I might be a little bit of an introvert, but Jesus goddamn Trader Joe's Christ. Literally, we are in the 21st century. We have all information in the world at our fingertips. We have every fucking movie. And again, trust me, I know this is privilege because some people can't fucking you know, work right now and they don't have the money to buy fucking toilet paper. So I, I get that. So if you're in that situation, I'm sorry, and that sucks. But most of the people complaining are idiots like myself. Well, I'm not complaining, actually. I'm actually pretty fine hunkering down. But literally, oh my goodness, I'm so bored. The world is over. Quarantine day number 17. You know what? Fuck off. I'm sorry. It's really, really annoying and petulant. Listen, if this was a real quarantine, you would die. You would literally die because you don't know how to deal with yourself. Just relax. Maybe work on yourself. Maybe read a book. Watch a movie. And if you can't do that and you're having anxiety, that's okay too. But don't fucking complain that you're bored. Because life could be a whole lot worse. Do you get my drift? Cool. Thanks. That was my little rant on that. I'm probably going to try to keep this under 10 minutes because who the fuck wants to listen to me talk for 10 minutes? Well, if you do, let me know. Uh, yeah, anyway, what else is going on? <laughs> Our president is a monster. He doesn't know what he's talking about. That's the usual bit there. Uh, oh, yeah. So uh, one of the ladies on the uh, COVID uh, response team, as they're calling it. I'm sorry, I don't know these people's names because I try really hard not to watch. Um any updates from the president because he literally does not know what he's talking about. But they talked about this next two weeks being probably the hardest because, well, you know, testing has been going on for a while and the amount of cases that were are appearing, you know, they were actually diagnosed probably 10, 12 days ago. So we're probably going to see, you know, this, this virus doesn't kind of knock you down in a couple days. It takes seven to 14 days to, uh, make things completely terrible. So the next couple weeks will be pretty horrifying. So we're going to see some some pretty weird numbers. 
I suggest this one thing, though, guys. There's a lot of numbers out there, a lot of graphs, a lot of bar graphs, you know, flatten the curve, as they say. They're un- they're incomplete. I want to be very honest about that. A, we don't test enough. We're not like South Korea. God, I don't know why we're not like South Korea. They're a democracy. They can test. I know they're smaller, but still. They're incomplete graphs because we're not testing enough. So if one day we don't test as many people, guess what? The number goes down. Uh, you know, and of course, the more you test, the more cases are going to spike. So no one can get a test. I've had so many friends who have literally had, I'm saying that word literally way too much, but they have had COVID and they have not been able to get a test. Absolutely not. I don't, I don't know one person that has successfully got a test. You need to be dying. You need to be exacerbating on the floor, masturbating, exacerbating. You can't breathe. I don't know what I just said. You can't breathe. You need to be on the floor dying for them to test you so i don't know who's getting tested so you look at these graphs and bars and you see oh look two days of 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 covid uh uh, my brain see it just farts just like that but uh you know covid cases have gone down you know what those two days mean nothing watch watch tomorrow how things skyrocket because actually i think they do less testing on the weekends so you're gonna see an eruption tomorrow which is tuesday god i don't know what day it is uh, Tuesday uh, the 7th, which today is the 6th, remember? Oh, yes, I should start off the time. Guys, it is April 6th, 2020, uh, currently 9.35 p.m. And I said I would keep this under 10 minutes, so I'm going to. Well, I probably won't. Back to my point. Don't look at bars and graphs and things like that. Maybe look at deaths. Sounds kind of morbid, but the amount of cases that are actually causing death is something to look at because that's a quantifiable number um, to see how how the disease is spreading. But other than that, don't look at bars and graphs. They, they're not going to make much sense for a couple more weeks. All the data that you're seeing is like 10 to 12 days late because when people do get tested, if they get tested, it's a couple days late, more like 10 days late because we don't have rapid response tests. Ooh, that is such a such a bothersome thing for me is, God damn, why aren't we testing? I don't know. But that was a little bit of a rant. But I wanted to get my roundabout point of the, the woman on the COVID task force team. She said, don't go to grocery stores. Don't go anywhere. Have your medicine delivered. You know, have your food delivered. That is entirely a privilege. Let me tell you that. Not everyone can get their food and medicine delivered. I, fortunately, have that privilege. Not anymore, because now the systems are overloaded. But I have been getting things delivered to my house from ShopRite. Bless you, ShopRite. Bless you. For my parents, because I don't want them going near a fucking grocery store. My goodness, it's a nightly fight between me and my mother. Because I would like to go and get... That's a really bad impression of my mom. But (laughs) she is, you know, she's a consumer. She misses going out. And she, trust me, she knows the severity of this, but, you know, she, she, you know, it's tough. It's tough to, to go daily or weekly to someplace, and now you don't do it. So I understand that from that point, but we have our little fights about this. Uh, you know, they're telling people not to go to grocery stores. Well, that's not, a, that's not something that everyone can do. So here's a little tidbit, and I think I talked about this yesterday on Facebook, but here is uh, some expanded information that if you need to go to a grocery store, here are some important facts 
for you to follow. First things first, everyone is terrible and doesn't know how to wear gloves. Like I said, I've worked in inpatient hospitals for a decade, and they drove it in our heads how to wear gloves. Most people actually shouldn't be wearing gloves because they don't know how to wear them correctly. There's a really fun video from a nurse, I think from the Midwest, who kind of demonstrates how um, germs and things get onto your gloves, and then people forget that they're wearing gloves, and they touch their face, and they touch their phone. I may link it uh, so you can watch it. She's cute, and, uh, well, it, she explains it pretty well. Gloves are not gloves are a false sense of security because you're supposed to change them after any interaction and then of course wash your hands um, and change them when you change environments. So you go to the grocery store, boom. You go to your car, boom. You change it there. You don't leave it in the parking lot like an idiot. You change it and then put it in a garbage bag. You also turn your gloves inside out when you remove them. So you take one hand, your both hands are gloved, you take one hand and remove the glove and so it goes inside out. And now you have an inside out glove. And you put that glove in the palm of your other gloved hand and then you remove the other glove and it's inside out. So now you have two inside out gloves inside each other. That's what she said. Uh, but that's the easiest way. And then you dispose of it in your car or in a, in a waste basket, not on the floor or the parking lot. So yeah, people don't know how to use gloves. You know what? Also, leave your cell phone at home. This is probably one of the biggest linchpins for everyone. The cell phone, everyone picks it up. You pick your, you pick your cell phone up, you touch, a, you touch a burrito, you put it down. You touch an apple, you put it down. You pick up your cell phone because Larry decided to text you, or Justin did because he stopped texting me right now. Um, your cell phone is disgusting, and it was disgusting before this virus. Just don't bring it. Make a list. Throw the list out after you're done. The cell phone is not a good thing to touch. Masks, of course. Now they're being told that masks do work, and actually they've always worked. But our horrible, terrible government, rudderless leadership, has been very inconsistent on what we all should be doing uh, as far as wearing masks. Masks work. They're not perfect. They're not impervious. You can still catch anything wearing a mask, even if it's one of those fancy N95 ones that you shouldn't be wearing because people in healthcare need that stuff. And also, most of you don't even know how to wear them correctly. So if I see you on the street and you're wearing an N95 mask and you're not a healthcare worker, I'm going to make fun of you because you probably have a beard and it's probably not working. Anyway, cloth masks work great. And a cloth mask can be a bandana. It can be an actual sewn cloth mask. It can be anything. But it's important that you wear them because it does stop or it limits droplet transmission. So when you hack up a lung because you're disgusting or you spit, most of it goes into that cloth mask. But it's also important not to touch your mask. It's another reason why you wear a mask, so you don't touch your face. So just pretend that your face is lava, and someone texted me again. But your face is lava, and you can't touch it. Also, when you're done using your mask, don't touch the front. If I see another YouTuber or Instagrammer who's sitting there with their stanky-ass hands, touching their mask, I'm going to have a deep tissue thrombosis. I don't know. Don't touch your mask. Remove it with the ear loops, and then go sanitize it. 
We're not going to get into sanitizing today about that. But also wash your hands. Always wash your hands. God damn people, wash your hands. So when you get into the... Now we're at 16 minutes. That's fine. So when we get into the grocery store, there's a couple of things you should have done before you got in there. You, you have a list. You, you're determined. This is not Sunday Sally or Frank. Don't want to be sexist here. Sunday Sally or Frank being like, eh, what do I want? Do I want the Anjou pears or do I want the... Um, um, do I want the uh, Fuji apples? No. You're there to get shit and get out of there. So have a list. If they don't have it, so sad, too bad. You can't go, you know, you can't linger. Don't dilly-dally. Now, my friend Nicole, hi, Nicole, uh, brought to my attention that some places are starting to outlaw your canvas reusable bags because people are dirty with them. I don't know about you, but if I can have a canvas bag that touches nothing in the store and is on my shoulder for the whole entire time and I can put the goods in and then come home, I'm going to do that. But if you are given one of those carts, which I understand is helpful for social distancing because it's like four or five feet, um, you better best believe that you wipe that shit down. Um, hopefully the grocery stores are providing wipes to do that. Don't touch that cart until it is wiped down. Got it? Good. So like I said, run around, get your stuff. You know, try to go one way down aisles. Uh, don't go up and down because that really doesn't help social distancing if you're just making banging a UE left and right. That's a that's a Massachusetts phrase. Um, and trying to run into people. People are scared. People are anxious. If you, you know, even cough, they're going to start running. And do I think that's a little frantic, but... Like I said, this is the world we live in right now, and people are going to act a certain way. So get your stuff. Go to self-checkout. Uh, I don't trust those conveyor belts. They're disgusting. Um, and, you know, when it comes time to pay for everything, uh, I use a Q-tip or a penny to touch uh, the screen and things like that because God knows how many people have, uh, you know, entered their PIN into that so just do that and then throw it away sorry abraham lincoln so this is really important when you get everything out of the store you go to your car and of course you can open your door if you're wearing gloves but remember that door is going to have to be cleaned after you do that dispose of your gloves then sanitize your hands if you have a sink in your car that's awesome that's weird too um but wash your hands but sanitize your hands and remember folks a dollop of hand sanitizer and just one quick rub makes your brain feel better, but it doesn't make your hands feel better. So make sure that you actually vigorously rub your hands. Make love with your hands. Don't make love to your hands. So that's kind of weird. Um, <laughs> wow, random. But you want to vigorously wash, quote unquote, your hands with that hand sanitizer for like 20 seconds, the same as you would um at home with soap and remember not everything has to be antibacterial viruses are fatty lipid bilayers that encase rna look it up literally the vigorous hand washing with regular old soap will rip their cell walls well they're not really cells will rip their walls apart so don't worry about this antibacterial bullshit uh, fucking bar soap will do this too but you got to do it for 20 to 30 seconds um, you get into your car, 
sterilize your steering wheel, man. You don't know what's going on. It's important. This is, this is you know, I'm thinking this is a lot of sterilization, but it's important. You don't want cross-contamination. You were in the store. Whatever you touched in the store is now going to be in your car. So, sanitize it. When you get home, this is the fun part. This is the part that is uh, is graphic, and uh, I think the kitties should uh, turn off the uh, the radio now because I'm going to get graphic. No, I'm just kidding. But it's important. If you have a garage, whew, you're, you're, you have a leg up on everyone else. I have a garage. I'm thankful for that. Some people don't. Whatever you can do is first and foremost, don't let those groceries come into your house. Don't let those bags come into your house if you don't have the canvas bags I spoke about. Literally put them outside your house. What I've been doing is getting a plastic bag from my house and then taking all the bags away and then putting them in that plastic bag. And then I have all that food sitting there on a plas- on a cardboard carton in my in my garage. And again, I have a garage, so I'm I'm lucky. Well, this is the this is the kind of annoying part that I'm like, wow, this is my life now. Uh, if it is pantry food that I am not going to touch for the next four or five days, I'm just going to put it aside. Paper plates, tin foil, things like that. Uh, bottles of bleach, uh, garlic powder, because <laughs> that's literally what's in my garage right now. I'm going to just let it there because you know what? Viruses don't live. They, they literally can't. If they have nothing to procreate or have a host, to, to, to create more, they're going to die. In five days, they're going to die. They, bye-bye. They're going to go away. But produce and things in the freezer, yeah, that's got to get cleaned. So I have a system. If you don't have a sink downstairs, well, that makes things harder. But I literally wash everything in the sink with soap and water, 20 seconds each. Yes, I wash an apple for 20 seconds. It's, it's a lot. This is a lot. This is, this is tough. This is a new way of life for now. Um, and with anything in the freezer or meats and things like that, I have a Lysol bottle. Um, and, you know, I'm saying Lysol and things like that. But you can use alcohol, uh, isopril, 70% or above. 70% is the sweet spot, though, because once you get into higher concentrations of alcohol, uh, like 90%, it dries fast, and you actually want the alcohol to linger longer on your products after you've washed the shit out of them. I used a rag before. I've used paper towels just to wipe everything down, and I'm I'm thorough. I go for all the spots that uh, uh, you know people may have touched, um, especially if it's produce, because you know people are disgusting. <laughs> I want that banana. <laughs> oh, I want that pear. I really like pears, so. Paris will always be a, uh, something I talk about. Um, so, yeah. And, you know, and once that's done, I, of course, go wash my hands thoroughly. And then I beautifully take everything upstairs and put it away. It's a long process. It's tiring. I am fatigued. Getting groceries and then getting home is, you know, at my house is, is a good hour long getting everything safe. But you know what? I don't want dead parents. And I don't think you want to have dead parents either so i'm not going to take any chances whatsoever it might sound drastic and you might be in a situation where you don't care as much Uh, i'm not gonna tell you to do anything i'm only telling you what i do but 
a little bit of precaution, well, a lot of precaution goes a long way. Uh, that was a long tangent, and now we're at 24 minutes. <laughs> so I'm sorry. But I try to want to be informative, and I, you know, instead of, you know, with, with some humor, and instead of just being a jackass talking about how terrible life is and how my emotions are spiraling and how I can't do any work because uh, I'm in the fetal position crying in the shower all the time. <laughs> but yeah. So try your best um, with stores. I mean, you need food. Um, you don't need to eat out that much. I, I know they say support local businesses, and you should. But any extra contact is putting you at risk for now. Any extra contact. It's, you know, it's your neighbor wanting to give you, you know, brownies. It's, you know, people on the street wanting to talk to you. It's the delivery person, the people who are making your food. You just eliminate a lot of variables when you do things yourself. Uh, that's why, you know, when I was lucky enough to get home to delivery, 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 um, I didn't mind cleaning everything because, you know, I would have done it if I shopped for it myself. But like I said, uh, home delivery for food is getting very sparse because now everyone is trying to do it. I literally can not get any spots uh, for the next 10 days. And the website, well, ShopRite, which I use, puts you uh, uh, on a waiting list for like an hour and a half before you can actually get into the website. And then you search for a time, and then there's no time slots. So it's a big waste of time. And then someone's texting me. It's still Justin. Um, Justin Paul Hamus and I went to high school together and rekindled our love and friendship uh, at my friend Matt's wedding. Uh, but anyway, that's a story for another day. So, yeah. Um, today was a day. Uh, I was outside a lot. <laughs> this is how I change gears on this show. Um, I worked out. I like did a full fit fat photographer workout. If you follow me on the gram, which was great. And I think I actually got a suntan, which is weird, but I did. And it was nice. Watched my dad do some, uh, gardening and did some raking in the front. Um, it was good. Uh, do things with your hands. Uh, it really you know, challenges that other side of your brain that's uh, not occupying all your morbid thoughts. It's really good. I, I appreciate that, and you guys should too if you can. Anything involving that. And of course, you know, if you're lucky enough to have a yard, stay in that yard and, and enjoy the air. And if not, do the best you can to get outside when there's fewer people around. And I know that's, like, horrible to say to people that live in cities and things like that because it's nearly impossible um, but if you know a certain time where things are quiet and you can go for a 10-minute walk, do it. Um, okay, well, other than that, uh, I probably won't update you every night for 27 minutes now. Jesus Christ. If you've gotten this far, kudos. You're awesome. Uh, well, you know, we'll have a drink sometime. Uh, but, yeah, uh, stay the fuck home, as I like to say every day. Um, make sure you eat your greens and, uh, and pears because I like them. And we'll all see each other in Spaceballs 2, the search for more money. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a great night.